And we are back with JB's Driving Podcast. This is Boogie Nights. Yeah, we're going to pick up right where we left off. Part two. Um, so last shout time out, we Shout were... out to uh, Sugar Tits, and he, he just want just to say he stumbled over himself again with a text that he sent out. A lot of beatdowns been going on with him. Doubt we see him ever again. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's coming back. We'll probably see him on the news in a couple of days. <laughs> Some man has thrown himself 47-year-old over... <laughs> man... Throws himself over to Grand Canyon. <laughs> we found Drowned some- himself in a heart shape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, police found his phone and realized that uh, it was an obvious suicide attempt. It was obviously a gay man. <laughs> and his boyfriend must have broken it off with him. Case closed, Jackson. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so, so where we left off, we left off with uh, just getting back from the... Uh, uh, oh, going to the club the next night. Going to the club the next night. So uh, they all go once again. It's pretty much the same crew shows up the second night. That's all they do is they make porns and go to this club. Right. So in the um, 70s. Now, in the 70s, remember, the 70s was all party time, carefree, don't give a shit. Yeah, pretty much. So we That's got... Important. Uh, That's important. Well, yeah, everything's, everything's good right now. Yep. So um, Jack wants to know if... Uh, Eddie has the goods. Has the goods. So he sends Roller Girl to the back, mm-hmm. and Roller Girl proceeds to, you know, Felicia. Yeah, screw him or or no, she blows him. Yeah. in the uh, back room. Blows him in the back room. And uh, now one of the the great parts of this movie, which if you're going to sit down and watch it, I really just want to point it out so everybody, you most people already pick up on it. Mm-hmm. The first time everybody sees Marky Mark's cock. They take a second look. They, they take a second look. It is great. I pause. love that. And it, there's always a pause with yeah. every single person. It's just wonderful. Yep. Um, except for Jack. I don't think Jack paused. No, Jack didn't pause. So he's just like, ah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But the, 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 the best reaction, of course, was the colonel. <laughs> when the colonel sees it the first time. We're about to get to that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he, um, he tells him. You know, he, he she comes back. He's got the goods. So he, he talks him into, oh, they close the club down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marky Mark is walking home. Mm-hmm. And Jack comes up and says, hey, why don't you come with us? And Amber Waves and Roller Girl convince him to get into the car. And they go back to Jack's house. Mm-hmm. And Jack basically starts telling him, you know, uh, this is the industry and this is what we do and everything, blah, blah, you know, kind of filling them in and saying, Hey, we think you could be good at this. So, um, you know, he tells him to have sex with Amber waves on the couch. Not or was it roller Roller girl, girl. roller Roller girl. girl. Cause the first time Amber waves was in the movie, right? Roller girl, girl a second time. And he, you know, and Jack is just sitting there watching him, which is once again, it's just weird, but you know, I guess that's whatever. Um, Aim it at her tits, Eddie. Right. <laughs> Aim it at her tits, Eddie. Uh, so anyway, uh, he's like, well, I, he, I don't know, and, and he leaves, and he goes home. Well, he, he was there all night, mm-hmm. so he gets home. It's like 6 o'clock in the morning. His mother's been waiting up the whole night yep. and just gives him a wrath of shit, yep. and he's just like, uh, you know, I can, I, you know, I'm, I, a, star, I'm a star. I'm going to be big. I... I, I can do things. I can, yeah. And this is, this is a critical scene to me because 
you see how fucking stupid Eddie really is. Eddie is just dumb. You can, you know, you know, it's 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 kind of like if if uh, 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 Forrest Gump is at seventy five, I, I would say Eddie's might be at eighty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of like, eh. anyway. So you can see how dumb he is, and he's getting more and more upset because his his mother starts ripping his posters off because he's trying to get his stuff together to leave, and she's like, "None of this shit is yours. You didn't pay for it. You stupid idiot." And uh, yeah. and she starts ripping all the shit down, and 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 he's just, oh, "Mom, stop!" So anyway, the whole time the father, the emasculated father, is just sitting there. Yeah, just sitting there. So she throws him out. Look at his phone. And he's like, I'm going to be big. You don't know. I'm good at things. I'm good at at things. You know, it's just, you can tell that he's just so fucking dumb from the things that he's saying, which is great. So you're right. It's it's important. It's so important. He's just a dumb kid. So anyway, he he takes off. And of course, he goes right back to Jack's. And now he's, you know. (laughs) gonna be one of the one of Jack's stars. So they're having this big pool party. That's the next this, scene, right? This, yeah. The next scene is the pool party. This is one of the best scenes in the movie. The whole pool party scene. Yes, because this is where <laughs> Jack and him are talking and he walks him over and introduce him to Reed. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. And the two of them are they've they've got the combined IQ of a fucking baboon. <laughs> And they are just, <laughs> they're having a conversation that you would see like two seventh graders have. Yes. And it's, it's wonderful. Like, yeah, it's, it is the wonderful. The writing is so fucking good. <laughs> These guys are just idiots. Because you don't have to hit people in the head with it. But you can just sit there and watch them do this, and it's just like, oh, my God, these are the two dumbest <laughs> fucking human beings on the planet. He's ma- John C. Raleigh's making a margarita. Just <laughs> He's just dumping shit in. <laughs> in there, and they're comparing how much they can... <laughs> how, much do you, how much do you squat? Two. two. And, of course, John C. Raleigh, he's like, well, how about you? And John C. Raleigh turns on the margarita machine. <laughs> trying to ignore him because he realizes he can't squat as much. So he just makes up three. How much, how much can you bench? <laughs> you first. You time. first. At the same time. <laughs> One, two, three. Well, you say anything. You didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, and of course, later on, they're like trying to do different uh, uh, belly, like uh, diving things. Like diving. <laughs> well, this is where it starts with the the ego with him always trying to act like the coolest guy around and like he's the best at everything. And same thing with the John C. Riley character. <laughs> yes. The two of them are always trying to top each other, no matter what the <laughs> fuck they're doing. It's so great because it's the innocence. It's it's just innocence. It really is. You, the dichotomy between the innocence of those two characters and the sex that goes on in the movie is ridiculous. But these two characters are just so base, like seventh grade <laughs> boys. <laughs> and they're just, I can, do, I can do a whole flip. And then he just ends up doing a fucking <laughs> belly flop. <laughs> he's in the water. And he's got this pain look on his face. <laughs> and he gets up from the water. And Mark, he's like, oh, you're supposed to get your legs around. Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> And then he, so of course, Marky Mark just goes right over to show him how to do it. <laughs> it's just holy shit, and 
I mean, this is this continues through the whole fucking movie. Yeah, they are great. And they are they and they of course they keep starting to boost each other up too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're great at this. Like he tells him this fucking poem. And this poem is just it's later on when they're in the hot tub together and he yes. tells him the fucking poem. And I don't remember the poem because it was so bad. And it made no sense. It didn't rhyme or anything else. He's just like, You wrote that? <laughs> and he's just completely impressed. Yes. Yes. Oh my God! You wrote that, and then we go up to the pool deck where you see uh, Louis Guzman's character lobbying Amber to be in one of the movies. Yeah, he wants to send. Can't you talk back. to Jack and get me in the movie? Because <laughs> that's all he wants is to be in the <laughs> fucking just, movie. And Amber's like, "I will." And Louis gets up and walks away, like pumps his fist in it. <laughs> they are very one-dimensional they, characters, they are so one-dimensional. but it doesn't matter because they all fit together like yeah. a perfect puzzle. It's so fucking and, and good. You, what you get about this scene is, as well is like it's just so like carefree. Oh yeah, we're just having fucking a good time. All they do is make porn movies. Everybody's doing drugs. There is a heartbreaking scene where you see Louis in the uh, the kitchen with uh, I forget who he's with. And somebody calls. It's the son. The son, the son calls. Son calls for, for Amber. An, well, for Amber, but I can't. Her remember. name was Real, Maggie. Maggie. It's Maggie. And, and Guzman does go around to ask. Yeah. And nobody, you know, and she's over there getting high. She's she get, doing a she rail. Get, she's doing a rail. Uh, and he's going around to ask, like, no, no, Maggie here. It's yeah. okay. And it's weird because you see, it's it's a great scene though, but it's a heartbreaking scene because you got the uh, that lonely boy song in the background. Oh yeah, and she's looking over as she does that rail, no clue that her son just called, and she's looking over at uh, Marky Mark about to do a jackknife into the pool. Right, that because song. he's trying. She's trying to hone in on him as as almost like a mother. Yes, because that's all she really wants is to be a mother. Yeah, but she's so in. She's so self consumed that she's not able. to to be a mother for her own kid. Yes. So it, it, it's, you know, they are they are simple characters, but they're <laughs> char- they're complex at the they, same yes, time. They exactly. all ha- they all have like a dichotomy to them. Yes. Every character has two pieces. Yes. But there's no real depth. Exactly. Which is fine. It doesn't need depth well, anyway. So, uh, of course, you have the scene with the colonel. Yeah. Where cur- so the, the colonel, colonel funds all the movies. Right. So go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. So so Jack calls uh. Um, Eddie Adams over and uh, to meet the colonel and says this is and the girl f- don't forget the girl because she's important the girl the skinny girl he sh- the colonel shows up with a blonde the blonde yeah the blonde girl yeah the blonde and girl. she's like hey is there any coke at this party yeah. it's the first thing she fucking yeah. says is yeah. there any coke at this party and he she goes over and starts doing you know lines with somebody yes That's so right. yeah and then the colonel there's a little small talk between the uh, colonel and Eddie and then Colonel's like, why if I see your cock? <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> he pulls down his pants, and the colonel's face just freezes. You can see hunger in his eyes. Well, it's like the same. It's so good. The same face I had when I looked at that text from Scott Schaefer, <laughs> where like I was like, my face was frozen for a minute because it was so good. It was a slap in the <laughs> face, and at the same time, you just your mind's churning. <laughs> You can in the back of your head is just churning, and you know this is this is this, this is this is the meal I've been waiting for my meal. entire life. Exactly, exactly, and that's exactly the look that he has on his face. <laughs> it's it's amazing how well he pulls it off. Oh. I don't know if they did that on purpose or if it just happened oh. that way, but it just it comes across that way. Yep. So, um, 
Anyway, so the girl, she takes off, and she's doing lines, mm-hmm. and... Then we have another scene in the parking lot of, of Jack's oh, place. Jesus Christ, so... Thompson's, <laughs> Thompson's all about business. Willem H. Macy's... Uh, his character's all about business, making sure they get the scenes and all whatever equipment they have ready. And he's talking to this other guy, and in the background, you see a bunch of people circular, circling around something. Right. And then at the end of the conversation, like, where's my wife at? Oh, you know. Well, she, he walks down, and he, he the, in the crowd to see what's going on, and yeah. of course, it's his wife getting, <laughs> just boned. getting boned in the fucking, <laughs> on the driveway in front of the house. So he just turns around and walks away, and he walks into the heavy set, yeah. the, the director of photography guy, yeah. and, they, and the guy just keeps asking him questions. He's like, do you mind? My wife's over there getting <laughs> fucked. <laughs> And of course, the guy goes down to watch. Yeah, as soon as Bill walks away, uh-huh. he walks down walks and he starts down. watching. <laughs> it's fucking great. And of course, you had the overdose scene, too, with the girl. So that's where the girl comes yeah. into it. it, it he, they walk in, the, they run into a bedroom, and the girl's overdosing, and the, the fucking, another actor who's obviously a moron, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like... I don't know what happened. This is the second girl in two days. Maybe you should get some better shit, don't you think? <laughs> slaps him because he's crying. <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking driver slaps him. <laughs> oh, and then, of course, take her out the back door. <laughs> and, and then we're finally introduced to Johnny J, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Scotty J. Scotty, sorry, Scotty J. Yeah. Scotty, <laughs> okay, so Scotty <laughs> is, well, first off, Scotty's gay, okay? Yeah, yeah Scotty is gay, yeah, I think we've already established which, that last Which episode. is fine, yes. but um, he is the hanger-on guy that just wants to be liked, liked yes. by everybody. Yes, he does. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat you up too much, but there was a little bit of, of you like that when you were younger. I don't care. Probably you were you were the third guy. I was the third guy. Who was the who was the second guy? It, well, it was always me and Henry hanging out, and then you were like the third guy that that came along. Yeah. Okay, that works. But now we gotten rid of him, so <laughs> it's just you and me, baby. So, um, and I think that's that was Scotty J's. Uh, 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 he he was that ready was, to get rid of everybody. It was a guy's honest truth because you guys will wear Marilyn Manson shirts and all that shit, and I'd be wearing like fucking. Yeah, <laughs> what you're wearing today? Exactly, <laughs> an Iron Man shirt. <laughs> you know, it was. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it, it is what it is. Anyway, that was a long time ago. The um, but Scotty was just—he's that hanger-on, yes. and he wants to be cool. He's also out of shape, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. he's 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 fat, and yeah. he's wearing a goddamn <laughs> tank top. Tank top that doesn't cover his stomach <laughs> yes. all the way. Yes. <laughs> so he walks into the party, and that's when he sees uh, Eddie, Eddie the first time. He falls in love instantly, and yeah, he's you know instantly falling in love with him, um, and he just wants to be part of the. Co- so he's coming over and just keeps on trying to be part of the, every conversation that Eddie's in. Mm-hmm. And doing whatever Eddie's doing, that's what he wants to do. And that kind of goes on through the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but he's, he's a wonderful character. He is 
you know, I mean, obviously nowadays in 2020, it's gay bashing if you like enjoy this character and, yeah. and, and yeah. think he's funny. But it was fucking funny. Yeah, it's great. Hoffman's so great. He's such a great actor. Such you a know great what's actor. funny? I was just watching uh I was watching like one of those uh reviews online for the old uh WWE uh pay per views. Okay, so it was I think it was like uh WrestleMania nine. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you that Hulk Hogan called Yokozuna that uh fat Jap faggot. Really? On at WrestleMania nine, Hulk Hogan, the you know, eat your vitamins, you know, drink your milk guy yeah. said the fat jab Jab. faggot. I'm like, holy shit, this is a completely different world. Tino Santana with like Bobby the Brain, he would always say, Oh, the flying burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Flying burrito. I mean, he was oh anyway. I could not believe it. It was just it blew my mind. Oh, that's I forget, you know, talking about movies are coming up. Late March, right before WrestleMania, we're going to do uh, Ready to Rumble. Yeah, Ready to Rumble this year, yeah. which is great. And there's plenty of other wrestling movies we can do, but yeah. that one's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Nanny, <laughs> Suburban <laughs> Commando. Uh, I mean, and that's not even counting, like, you know, the new ones. The I mean, the new the wrestling movies. Movie. The Wrestler is a great movie. Freaking phenomenal movie. All right, so uh, <clears throat> so then we go to finally we even do uh, Beyond the Mat. That's a good movie, a good documentary. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, let's go on. So we get the Diggler's first sex scene with Amber Waves. Um, <laughs> you know, Diggler's in the dressing room, the prep room, and Johnny, sorry, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty comes to get him. You, you look really hot, really sexy. <laughs> That's going up to the scene. But see, the weird thing about that is it didn't. It, Diggler's so stupid. Diggler's fine with it. He's not feeding into it at all. He's just like, oh man, thanks. He's so stupid. So oblivious. And I think after that, Diggler actually starts saying it to other guys. I think. I'm not 100% sure where he, he keeps. It might not be other guys, but he, he definitely starts saying it. And he starts saying it a lot where it's like, I just want it to be sexy. I just wanted to. Was that sexy enough? Like he says it to Amber Wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's he right. says it to Jack. He's like, yeah. Jack, was that sexy enough? Yeah. And shit like that, which is really just. It tells you how dumb Eddie is, and that he want he thinks that Scotty, because Scotty sometimes is in the movies, mm. and he thinks that Scotty has like more of an inside edge. So he starts picking up lingo from Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it's just it's yeah. these subtle little things which I would assume the writers did on purpose. Yep. Unless I'm just reading way too fucking much and giving them way too much credit. No, it's it's it's, it's just yeah. and it's little things like that. And then he hears somebody says it's Italian leather to him one time. So the rest of the fucking movie, everything yeah. that he gets it's, is Italian, Italian leather, leather couch and yes, you shoes. Know, no matter what it fucking is, dude, like he hears something and then he starts saying it for yeah. the rest of the movie. He tells like, uh, you like these shoes? Yeah, they're Italian they're leather. They're Italian leather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. It's coming. Or cashmere. But it comes like, up. <laughs> Reed Rothschild's like, is that lizard? <laughs> Is that a lizard? Stupid, stupid assholes. (laughs) Dumb and dumber. They are. They are so good in this movie. 
So after this, I mean, this this sex scene is whenever I realized how big Dirk Diggler is because everybody like tilts their head sideways right. during the scene. <laughs> Except for Jack. Except for Jack. Once again, Jack has no reaction yeah, whatsoever. No, no reaction. Um, but even Amber stopped for a second. Yeah. Oh, you're you're a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. But. So but they, then this is what scene I was talking about last week where they, they're having sex the first time and then it goes away from them having sex to being inside the machine yes. and seeing it upside down yep. on the film and then just watching the film go. Yep. And then they run out of film and they have to change heads. So like, but he's just like, okay, I, he stops on a dime and then he can start right back up yep. and then she wants him to come inside of her. Yeah. Which is odd. Some you mom know. something or, you know. And some odd, you I th- know. I'm sure that's what it is. It's some yeah. kind of weird mom thing yeah. with her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but then right afterwards, he's just like, I can, I can do it. I can do it again. Yeah, I can go again. Can go and it's again. like, so you're, now you're sitting here going, fuck you, dude. You got a 13-inch <laughs> cock, and yeah. you can just get it hard whenever you want. Yeah, fuck, you. fuck you. And then right after they realized it was a great scene, there's a montage of... Dirk Diggler, um, because they realize they got a star on hands. Oh, the sex scenes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's just a, there's a montage going on with, you know, he buys a house, he gets all the the the, the shoe scene where it's a. Uh, oh Christ, yes, when, and it's always him and Reed and, and Scotty's in the background, <laughs> <laughs> and they go to the fucking store. <laughs> they buy the same shirt and pants and shoes. Yes. And Scotty buys the same one, but of course it doesn't fit Scotty. It doesn't fit Scotty. <laughs> he just looks... Because it's not good enough to wear the same thing. He's got to have the same size as them, too. <laughs> and you can't button the fucking shirt up. <laughs> you can't button... <laughs> Um, he buys the fucking vet, the yeah, beautiful orange, like seventy-eight vet. Orange, yeah, yeah, I love that oh. vet. And then, of course, so fucking Scotty has to go buy like a Dotson, a Dotson, <laughs> but it's he spray paints it the same exact orange, and he walks into the party wearing a vet jacket because <laughs> that's the that's the nineteen eighties party, but that's later yeah, on. It's, but it's, it's just it's, it's actually so, coming out really yeah, soon because you got. This montage, um, and then they and have the awards, the award ceremony where he wins everything. He wins basically every award, and you know the whole. And, and that's when he comes up with the <laughs> with the Brock Landers, the Brock Landers, and Chest Rockwell, <laughs> Chest Rockwell, where they pitched uh, Jack. They want to make a movie where he's a spy. He's a spy, but he doesn't beat up the women. Right. That's the whole thing. <laughs> the whole concept behind the Brock Landers is that. You know, yeah, there's violence in the movie, but he's never violent towards the women. women. And that kind of goes right out the window, <laughs> like on the first sequel. Slapping a woman. <laughs> I know how to get it out of you. And he slaps her, and then he starts <laughs> fucking the shit out of her. But this is it has one of my also favorite scenes where they're filming it, and you see Louie is filing a movie, and he's, he's the, bar- the bartender. He's the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> And he slaps Bluey. <laughs> Beats him over there with a glass bottle or something. Oh, my God. And then at the end, they're, they're fucking editing the film. And Jack and, and the director of photography are sitting there. He's like, this is like a real film. This is what I was talking about. Jack, just what I want to remember me by. Yeah. 
So that leads us to the 1980 I mean, party. This kind of wraps up the first part of the movie in a way. Well, yeah, Dirk's because rise, this is every carefree. It was the 70s. race. Yeah, and you know, at this point in time, he's still clean. Mm-hmm. He, he hasn't done any drugs. Yep. I mean, yeah, Amber does drugs, but it doesn't seem to bother her as much. Yep. And Roller Girl is just carefree, yep. and Jack is at the height of his happiness yeah, because he's, he's made, now made his opus. Yes. And and this is the movie that he wants to be remembered yes. for. So that takes us to the 1980s party. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the the beginning of the downfall. This is it. The 80s. Okay. And, and it and it really goes down to when it strikes Midnight, Midnight yep. is when the movie changes completely between the yep. 70s and the 80s. Yep. So you have everybody's having a good time and uh, uh, Amber Waves is upset because she wants to spend time with her child or yes. she wants to talk to her child and he won't let her. Yes. So, you know, she gets upset and ends up taking uh, Dirk back to the bedroom and getting, you know, giving him a line of coke. Yes. So it's the first time he's doing cocaine. Yes. And then they end up having sex. So this is all carefree still. Yes. Even though it's kind of setting up what's about to happen. You see Buck dressed as Rick James. Oh, my God. This scene with Buck. Now, this is the only kind of depressing part. Yes. And it's weird because at this point, this is the only, and I don't know if you actually noticed this, but Buck is having a a bad string of luck in the late 70s. Mm All the way up to where he's dressed up like Rick James. Rick James. It's it's kind of a mix between Rick James and a cowboy. Because it's still a cowboy outfit, but he's got the Rick James hair. <laughs> yes. So he wanted to hook up with the black chick, which I don't remember her name in the movie. I don't remember her either. And she ends up hooking up with the other black uh, actor, which yes. I don't... I, I don't remember. He's kind of... He doesn't even... He's, he, I, he barely has any lines. He right. has like one or two lines in the whole movie. Talks about the Zodiac sign or something. Yeah. So um, she hooks up with the other black dude, and he's there, and he's depressed right. because he sees the two of them are together. Yeah. So... Jesse St. James comes up to him after she's talking to Dirk. Yeah, she's talking to Dirk, and Dirk just kind of blows her off. Because that's because when Scotty, Amber, No, Amber takes... Well, wait a minute. When did Scotty take him out? Was that before that? I thought Scotty came up and said, I really need to talk to you to take him out to see the Dotson that that was uh, spray-painted orange. And then he starts kissing him, and then he gets upset. And that's why he ends up going back to the back room with Amber. Maybe. So it doesn't matter. It's, It's basically that same scene. So Scotty makes a move, and it blows up in his face. Uh, He, and, you know, but, but... to be honest with you, Dirk is cool about it. Yeah. You know, and he's just kind of like, uh, you know, yeah, why'd you why, do that? Why'd you do that, Scott? Oh, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I'm and drunk. he lets him play it off. And yeah. he kind of is like, okay, let's just go back to the party. Yeah. So he's not a dick about it, yeah. which he could have been. Could have been, yeah. Um, and then Scott, and so Dirk goes, this guy's <laughs> like, I just need, need a minute. And he goes to his he car. He goes to this car. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's so great, though. Fucking idiot. It's so awesome. I'm oh. so stupid. Yeah, it's, God, it's so fucking dumb. It's, it's so good. It's so fucking good. And it's exactly what would happen. You know it's exactly what happened. Because you, you've done it. You've done it with a girl. Not with a guy, obviously. But 
you, you, where you've yeah. made a pass and it blew up in your blew face, face, and then you're just like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm fucking so yeah. stupid. What I was, was I what was I thinking? Yeah, exactly. And he, he takes that to the extreme, of course. But that's Scotty's character, so it, it's great. It's fucking wonderful. So anyway, uh, we go back in, and Dirk goes back to the back room with Amber. They do the coke, and then they start fucking on the bed. So now we have uh, you know Rick James basically sitting there, and and like you said, uh, Saint James comes over and starts talking to him. So the weird thing about this movie is is now granted. It's not all great for him moving forward, but he's having shit luck. He loses his job, and he loses his girl. But then at that 80s party, he finds St. James, mm-hmm. which he ends up falling in love with having and, get, and having a baby. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, later on in the movie, he goes for a loan, which he doesn't get, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. But then he, right after that, on the night where everything happens, yeah. is when he's at the, the donut store and ends up... Because you could say that it's a negative for him mm-hmm. through that part, but it really isn't. Like, you know, everything is kind of good for them. Yep. Um, and then he, uh, you know, the donut shop where yep. he ends up getting the money right. so that he can open his store. And that's kind of where we get the happy ending from everybody. But the, he's the only character that kind of bucks that first, you know, 1980 to 1983 shitstorm. Shitstorm, yeah. Um, because he kind of walks away from everybody else. Mm-hmm. He's still there, but he's not really he's not involved yeah. as much. And they go, and they get married, and they she gets pregnant, and it's an all, a whole thing. So anyway. Then you also have a very important part where we're introduced to Floyd Gondelli, a theater guy, and he's the one that wants to... The VHS guy. The VHS guy. He proposes to Jack at this party. He's like, we got to ditch the films. And we got to move to VHS. We got to move to This is the future. And Jack gets all offended. You're going to tell me what the future is. And he gets all, you know, defensive. And, 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 you know, he doesn't want to leave the film because he knows VHS is kind of dirt. Dirt, yeah. It's dirty. It's just, you know, we have to spew out, you know, sex after sex. And and what what is weird about this, other than St. Jane coming in to do the one film with Dirk, which she specifically asked to do, mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same people in all of his films. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know you got the the black dude, you got Dirk, you have Reed, Reed and then you had Roller Girl, Amber Waves. I mean, so it's basically the same like four or five chicks and four or five guys just swapping partners over and over again, which is <laughs> kind of weird. I, I don't. Re- I mean, obviously, I, I'm not a connoisseur of. Old porn, porn yeah. but I can't imagine that it was like that. Well, part of the theme of this movie was family. <coughs> well, yeah, yeah. Saying, I mean, so. it definitely was because you—they were a family yeah. that the family that fucks together stays together. <laughs> anyway, so um, so yeah, that, and I think, and this brings us to—is um, that everybody? Yeah, Saint Jane gets yeah. together. So then you have Little Bill. So yeah. Little Bill is like, hey, have you seen my wife? And he's walking around looking for his wife. Mm-hmm. And he walks down a hall and he hears the sex. So then he goes back and she's in there fucking some other guy. So he doesn't say a word. He turns around, walks out to his car, grabs something. You don't know what it is. And then he walks back in. Locks his car. (laughs) Yeah, he locks his car. Which, yeah, especially since you know what's about to happen. Locking your car. Walks back in, walks to the back room, and just as the countdown's going down, it it, it hits one, and then you hear boosh, boosh, 
So he shoots the wife, shoots the guy, goes in the other room, and they get zero, and he shoots himself in front of everybody. In front of everybody. And it's just like, that's kind of like... The end. That's the transition yeah, from right good times to now the 80s, which is bad times. Like I said, 1980 to 1983 is really bad Dark. for all of these people. Yep. Um, so then we go... Where the Amber Waves documentary. Then we're introduced to the Amber Waves documentary. Right. And Am- and this is where they've already done a sequel. Mm-hmm. They've already made a sequel, and they're talking about how there's violence <laughs> against the women yeah. in the movie. And he's just... And, you know, and then he's like, well, that's real life. <laughs> and it's like, but the whole point was not, not to, to have be, the violence. Yes. So. But, but there's just one point where you, you really see how, you hear how dumb Dirk is again. Because he's talking about the Roman Empire and like the Great Wall, of China. like he's mixing all the time periods up, trying to sound Every, intelligent. He's just trying so hard <laughs> to be cool and intelligent, and he just says the most idiotic shit. <laughs> if you listen to the whole thing, it's just, it's just it's all nonsense. None of it makes any fucking sense. He's developed an ego. You know, he's won all these awards. So it oh, yeah. It doesn't he's, matter. And he's sitting there getting interviewed wearing the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. So, and at this point in time, you know, they're starting to, sh- you know, you can tell since he's wearing the sunglasses that he's kind of been doing some coke, mm-hmm. uh, which they, of course, then jump from that scene to seeing him and Reed and um, Thomas Jane, who had showed up at one the, of the parties. The New Year's, New Year's Eve party. The New Year's Eve yeah, party. Yeah, missed that part. That's and, okay. um... You know, he Thomas Jane is then giving them coke. Yeah. So they're doing lines of coke while he's waiting for his time to shoot. Right. But there's two. There's two things we missed. Oh, I missed before. something. The, you missed the Colonel Jane. Remember, as they're coming out after the reviewing the, the documentary. Right. Jack Horner's like, "How'd it go?" And that's when they got the phone call. The phone call was from, from the Colonel. The Colonel. Right. Jack goes to see the Colonel, and it's revealed that. He had child pornography, and he, you know... Well, he was caught with a 15-year-old. Yeah. And I so think... Small, or I did she go. overdose? He overdosed or something like because that's how... She, and he had to call the cops. She, and he said, she told me she was 18, yeah. and she ended up being 15, and then he's like, well, don't worry. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. He's like, no, I didn't do anything. And then he's like, but they found something else, yeah. and you found child pornography. Yeah. And it's it's a very very creepy scene where you have Burt Reynolds who basically is trying to be supportive. Yeah, but he's just like. Just and then as soon as he starts talking about the child pornography, he is just disgusted. Yeah, he tunes out. And he, you know, and all the guy wants him to do is say that they're still friends, mm-hmm. and Jack just can't even bring himself yep. to to do it. Yep. Um, the the call gets cut off, and he kinda. Makes a gesture, but that's the best he got out of him. Yep. Um, you only see the colonel one more time in the movie, uh, and that's later on. It's actually during the final night. Yes. Um, and you see him in his jail cell, and the, his really, really big, burly uh, cellmate is beating the shit out of him and telling him to stop crying. <laughs> so, the, you know, that's, and we're not going to go back to him. Certain but, text messages. Right. <laughs> But that's that's like all you ever see more of. And him. then there's a quick scene of Becky Barnett's wedding. Right. And this actually her ending was supposed to be different in the movie. She was supposed to be um abused by her husband. To the the point, other black guy? Yes. To okay. the point where Becky calls Dirk for help. Dirk is so high on drugs that he gets into the Corvette. Okay. He crashes the Corvette. 
and forgets what he was supposed to be doing. But Anderson said that was probably too dark with all the dark things going on. That's why you see later on where uh, Dirk's Corvette's all fucked up. Right. That's why. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't know that, obviously. But um, the... yeah, everybody's happy except for Dirk. Dirk's just kind of being an asshole yeah. at the whole thing. Um, and then they had the scene where they end up going back to Rodriguez's uh, club. Mm-hmm. And that's when jo- uh, he found the new guy. The new guy, John Johnny John, Wad. John Watt or John Doe. I don't Something remember like what that, it yeah. was. Um, so he, he's got the new guy that he's going to bring in. Well, Basically, Dirk is just pissed yeah. and just kind of blows him off. Yes, and leaves. So yeah. then you you cut to the second the next day and he's doing rails of coke. Yes, with at Reed and, and Jack's right, house. at Jack's house, and he sees Amber Waves looking out at the new guy. Yeah, they're at the pool. Amber's squatting by the pool while the new guy's in the pool. Right, and so he's he's Yo. jealous. Of uh, you know, so he basically gets up and heads into the bathroom and starts trying to jerk himself up so that he's ready to shoot a scene. Which you know, anybody who's done cocaine knows it's not very easy to get a hard on while you are on cocaine. Um, well, when you've taken a lot of cocaine, how about that? <laughs> God, it's know. easy when you first never mind, not that I know. <laughs> We just disclaimer. But you know. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> fucking on Coke is wonderful. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Um, <laughs> Listen, I have a hard enough time when I've had a few drinks. Oh, Christ, dude. I was a kid. I, I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. No, I'm not passing any judgment. Nowadays, Jesus. It's it's hard enough to fucking get it up as it is. Dude, I can't I can't have a drink before sex. I can't. I ain't I, I, I could imagine that. I can't. I, it like, probably makes you too relaxed. Oh yeah. Like when well, I don't want to get too much into it. We'll just No, that's fine. I just I, I have to time it properly. <laughs> if it's gonna happen, then I'm not drinking. I'm not much of a drinker and obviously at this point in my life I I don't do any drugs at this point or anything else, so I don't even take pain pills, so I take ibuprofen. That's about it. Yeah, I'll take Advil if I have a real bad headache or something. But you know what I mean. I'm, yeah. I don't take any kind of strong methods. Yeah. Um, Make it constipated. Who wants to be constipated at our age? <sighs> Seriously, that's one of the worst things that could happen at our age is be constipated. Yeah, and having to stick your finger up your ass to pull the shit out, it's, it's just horrible. It's freaking disgusting. I don't even like it when I have to do it to the dog. A pair of forceps. <laughs> Salic tongs. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice if you got the the salad tongs that are s- kind of cup, like cup. smooth on the side <laughs> with a little tiny bit of a cup at the end. That's much better. Now, if you go the wrong way with those fuckers, Whoa, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Catch you on the hemorrhoids. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, One of my favorite scenes come up here as well. Is that so? There's this big argument with Jack, and Dirk's like, I don't need you out here. Yeah. You're Take, not my mom. Takes off his headband, throws it on the ground. Well, that, that's the. He's got the staying alive fucking headband well, <laughs> <laughs> headband on. And then Amber's coming up trying to to calm him down. And he's just, You're not my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. 
He's so stupid. And of course, Reed goes after him. I'll calm him down. And of course, Scotty goes after him as well. Of course. So after this, they go to a recording studio. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the fucking best part of this movie. And I'm sorry. This is this is this is the one scene that other than the nudity, you walk away from this movie with you've got the touch. Well, you got the touch, which which was in the Transformers cartoon. Was movie. it? Yes. That was the biggest song in the Transformers cartoon. Which, ironically, Mark Wahlberg is in Transformers The Age of Extinction later right. in his career. So I just, you know. Nice correlation. You like that nice correlation? But yeah. this, this is awesome because you have Reed in the recording booth with the guy who's <laughs> running the recording studio. <laughs> Mark's in there singing like shit. And, the guy and he can sing. That's can the sing. best part yeah. is you know he can sing because, like, I think it's the next year he does Rockstar. Yeah. And he's real. And he sings yeah, all his shit in that. That's an underrated movie there, too. Uh, I, that's I, a I great love, movie. I love Rockstar. Fucking great yeah. movie. Whenever that's on cable, which seems like it's once a week, yeah. I'll watch it. I it's, love that movie. It's a good good one. So, Go ahead. So the guy who's re- like doing all the mixing is just cr- <laughs> is cringing. But meanwhile, Reed is just like. He's into he's, it. Reed is, like, rocking out with it and all that. And, they, and the best part is when he's standing over top of him. Like, he's, he, he knows, knows what's he going knows on. What's he doesn't know shit. And the guy just it's like, can you move back a little? <laughs> and after they record the track, Marky Mark's telling the they're quarter guy, there. there's too much bass. It's taking I think foot. the bass is taking away from my vocals. <laughs> you heard him. It's like, God damn it. And, and he's singing it so bad. And then, and then you got Reed playing the guitar. Oh my fucking god! Uh, I can't even remember the second song. What was the second one? Because they're kind of just making. Oh, oh god! Da 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 da. I remember that part, but I can't remember oh, yeah. the lyrics. I I I had it and oh. then I forgot it. But the <laughs> feel the heat. Feel 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 the heat. No, let's do one more. <laughs> feel, 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 my heat. feel my heat. And of course, he doesn't tell Reed what he's doing. So Reed is trying to sing along with him, and he just fucks it. <laughs> it's subtle, stupid shit like they're, that. They're, I but love. they're all like, that's really great. That's really great. Oh my god! And he, and then he's like, "Hey, let's do it." Were you guys rolling on our t- <laughs> practice? Because <laughs> it sounded like shit. <laughs> It's so fucking bad, man. I'm trying to... That that is probably my favorite fucking Marky Mark scene of all time. Mm -hmm. I I don't... I can't think of a better scene than him singing... You've got the touch. You've got the power. And he's just so into it and fucking reads into it. God damn, I love that scene. Love it. Love it to death. Anyway... So what happens after that? So um, Jack starts to work with that Gondelli guy. Yeah, because he doesn't have a choice. He doesn't and have he, a... Yeah, he doesn't have a choice. He needs some money. He's walking through the videotape warehouse, and he's just like, this sucks. He's yeah. just delusional with everything. Uh, so Buck marries Jesse Van, uh, St. James, who becomes pregnant, tries to get the loan, can't get the loan. Right. So that's the poor. only kind of down thing for him. And yeah. And initially, I wasn't sure if they were going to go with a race thing or 
the porn thing, thing yeah. and they ended up going with the porn thing, which yeah. I'm kind of glad they did because yes. it would have. You just get tired of the the race thing. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm sure it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't, for Christ's sakes. But come on, yeah. you just get beat down by. It. And in 1980, 1995, it might have been happening, but it definitely wasn't happening a couple years later because that's what happened with all the the, the housing boom. Yep. You know, they were giving out fucking loans to everyone for you know. Yep. That couldn't pay it back. Yep. You know, you know, I'm not saying he couldn't pay it back, but you know what I mean. Yep. So and the other and he's also kind of full of shit too, because he's just like, I know all the high fidelity yeah, stuff he and all no shit. But he you know, at least unless he knows more now than he did before. Because right. he didn't know dick. He 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 didn't know his ass from his hole. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't know shit. Doesn't know shit. So um so Dirk and Reed to go back to the recording studio. But since they wasted up the master to get up the master tape, and it's a great scene. It's like, Love sure, it. you own the tapes, but you don't, you don't own, own the, the magic. <laughs> They're the passion, whatever see, the fuck. It we was. gotta take the tapes to the recording artist so to we, get the deal, so we can pay you. <laughs> you don't understand. You're making we're looking like assholes. <laughs> You're making us look like assholes. <laughs> and the whole time they're just high as shit. <laughs> you don't understand. We gotta take the tapes. To the record store, record label, so that we can get the deal, so we can pay you. <laughs> you might own, you might own the tapes, <laughs> but you don't own the magic, the magic, or the passion, whatever the fuck it was. It was still yeah. great. So Maggie Amber Waves ended up going to court with a custody battle, right? And of course, they don't show it, but you know she's lost custody yeah, completely. Lost. She showed up without a lawyer. Um, and then you, it comes out that, that she had visitation the whole time, but she took her baby, her four-year-old child to the house where she makes porn. porn. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, well, he never, he never saw anything. It's like, but you can tell that she wasn't really paying attention to the kid when he was there. So it was, it, it, it's a very telling scene. Um, you assume that the husband's telling the truth uh, yeah. because he doesn't see... He, you kind of think of him as an asshole because you only get the one instance of yeah. him earlier on the phone. Yeah. But when And then you see him and you're like, oh my God, it's some hill backwards hillbilly asshole. Mm. But then when he starts talking, you're kind of like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. she's the total asshole she's a, here. She's a dumbass. So, you know, it, you, know you kind of get attached to Amber Waves mm. And you, you have this feeling like she's a good person at heart, and then you realize... She's just a piece of shit. She's just a piece of shit, but, yeah. you know, she wants Doing to be coke, better, but yeah. she's she not. Can't. She can't. Funny, the judge, who the, who, the actress playing the judge, yeah. is actually a former porn star um, who went through the same thing. Oh, wow. She was on drugs. Yeah, isn't that something? Wow, yeah. So, uh, then we... I was going to say that judge was kind of hot. Yeah. So then we had the most dis- disturbing two parts of the movie for me. Was the whole Dirk resorting to prostitution? Yeah. yeah. Well, but I don't think he really resorted to prostitution as much as he was going back to doing what he did as when he was the waiter. Like, where yeah. he's like, I'll, you know, I'll jerk off or whatever. Yeah, but he couldn't get it up in the truck. Then he ends up getting beat up by <laughs> and he, Well, see, this is the night. You're talking about the final night. The final night. Okay, yeah. so we get to the final night. Yeah. This is where they show the colonel in the jail cell. They show that uh, the um, roller girl is 
going on going out with Jack to do this thing where she's going to we're going to pick up a guy and and have sex with him in the back of a limo, making film history right on videotape on videotape <laughs> right. So at the same time, you know, right down the street, mm-hmm. you know, which you find out as the car passes later, mm-hmm. right down the street, you know, he's on the corner, mm-hmm. and uh, he is you know, kind of just waiting. It looked like he was just waiting and he gets picked up, but he could have been, you know, prostituting, I mm-hmm. guess. And that's when the guy picks him up and, and takes him to a parking lot and, and you know, he ends up being a fag basher and, yeah. and, and you know, beating, you know, throwing him out of the car and him and a bunch of his buddies beat the living piss out of him in a parking lot. Um, so while that's going on, you know, in the limo, they end up pulling over and picking up a guy. Well, the guy ends up being the guy who made the blowjob the blowjob thing at the beginning at Amber Waves when they were in. Or, I'm sorry, at uh, Roller Girl when they were in high school. Mm-hmm. So you know, and at this point, you know, she still she looks like a hooker at this yeah, point. She's bad. Yeah, you know, it's not like because at this point she's been doing cocaine yep. with Amber Waves. Yep. So she now, instead of her looking hot like she did at the beginning, she looks like a hooker. Yeah. And this is another one of those situations where they're filming for video, so it looks like video, yeah. and it's very, very yeah, obvious. Just, yeah. Where, you know, where earlier when she was filming for film, she looked hot as shit. Yeah. She looks like a drugged-out whore. She does. In M- the makeup, just, oh, she's Right, just everything about it. So anyway, um, she picks up this guy, and they start... Having sex, having sex, and and he and Jack is like, look, you got to move so yeah. we can you see, know, see the girl yeah. and blah blah blah, and <clears throat> then she just has enough of it. Yeah, it's like Jack is stupid. Meanwhile, while all this is going on, uh, Buck and St. Jane go stop at a. They they're upset because they didn't get the loan, loan. so they stop at a, a donut store. Mm-hmm. And he goes in to get her a dozen donuts, mm-hmm. and he tells the guy what donuts he wants and all that shit. I love and this scene, actually. I love. I love, I love the him scene. going through picking out the donuts. Yes, it's, it's a just, great. It's a like, gentle scene. It's a very gentle scene, like especially with everything that's going on and what's right yes. about to happen. Yes, he's like, "Oh, look at these for Christmas. That's kicking me to it." Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just because that's going on, and then they flash to you know him getting beaten the shit out of in the. In the parking lot, and then they flash over to her, and she feels like she's being raped by the guy. And then they flash back to him. It's just great. And it's just, it's just, it, it's an emotional kind of roller coaster that they're playing. Yes. And you're just like, what the fuck? So right as he's about to order or get his donuts, a guy comes in to rob the store. So there just so happens to be a guy. He's either cop or just some guy with a gun sitting in. In the uh, over in the seats, mm-hmm. um, he goes to pull out his gun, and uh, uh, Buck is like, "No, don't do that, man! Don't do that!" And he, you know, the other guy ends up shooting him. He shoots him, and then they shoot the the guy behind the the counter. Meanwhile, the guy behind the counter drops the money, drops the bag full of money. Mm-hmm. So Buck grabs it and. Hightails it out of there. He just decides, you know, fuck it, and grabs it and takes it money and leaves, which you kind of like, 
I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 I guess you're you're supposed to have like some kind of moral dilemma with that, but Buck is such a good guy. Yes, exactly. That you're just like, eh, okay, whatever. And then, yep. they, you know, what they show him next is great. So yep. um, so then they jump back to, uh, to Roller Girl. Mm-hmm. And at this point, she's just like, you know, this guy starts berating her yeah. and saying, you know, your parents must be real proud, proud of, you, of yeah. you and you've turned into a piece of shit. Yeah. And then he turns to Jack and he's like, your films film suck now. Yeah. So like they throw him out and Jack is now pissed yes. and he gets out Sorry. and he starts beating the shit out of him. Roller Girl eventually gets out. They grab Jack off of him, and Roller Girl starts taking her roller skate and just kicking him in the fucking head, which would have killed him. Yes. You know, and, and he's not dead, but it should have killed him. Yes. Um, and then uh, they all take off, and right as they're taking off, all the trucks take off out of the parking lot. Yes. So you can see that all this shit was happening on the same fucking street. Yeah, so, because so, you see that if you watch real carefully, in the, the donut store, the limo goes past the donut store as well. So all this shit is happening within, like, you know, three square blocks of each other. So it, it's a really cool scene yeah. in that regard. Um, and then you think, okay, well, it, that's, that's it can't get any lower. This is, then we get... But that's when we get the Cosmo scene. Another, another great scene. Yeah. It, and three scenes in the movie that I love, absolutely. It's the studio... The initial pull scene and then this scene coming up. Yeah, yeah, and so the so the, Marky Mark goes back <laughs> to the house with Reed and Todd. Todd, and there's uh, also Scotty J who's pacing the background. Scotty J, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Scotty's just there. So Todd has this great idea where they're going to sell this guy that he knows, this really rich guy he knows, a half a pound of cocaine, but it's really just baking soda. Right, right. He's going to sell him baking soda and say it's cocaine. Yep. Um, for five grand. For five grand. And they say, okay, and they all decide to go along Of course, with Scotty's it. like trying to be the voice of reason. Like, yeah, Scotty's like, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Well, I don't know if he's trying to be the voice of reason or if he's just scared. Scared. <laughs> scared shitless. Of course, Dirk's like, shut up, man. <laughs> Still an asshole. He, well, he's definitely an asshole at this point in time because he just he's just... So uh, cracked out because yes. of all the cocaine that he's been doing Jeez. for years now. Yep. Um, and he's blown through all his money. The, the The great part is when they go to drive over and you see the vet. And the, the vet's, vet's just, just, it's just beat the shit <laughs> at this point in time where you can tell it's like, it, you know, it was pristine and he just, just hasn't just taken care of it at all. Shit all over it, yeah. Um, so... They they get there and they pull up and, and they walk in and you know there's a big black dude with a gun mm-hmm. who's kind of the security guard. It was like a Ving Rhames. Right. Well, a heavy set Ving Rhames. Yes. And, and then there's Alfred Merlina, which is in like a bathrobe and like a speedo. speedo yes. And he's he's all cracked out. Cracked, cracked out. Cracked like out he he was doing heroin, I think. Or crack. I'm not sure balls. what the fuck he was, he was smoking doing. A highball, wasn't oh, it? is that what he was doing? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't but know. he was fucked up. Yeah. And um, then you just have this Japanese dude, just just skinny Japanese dude, just walking around lighting firecrackers. Which adds to the tension. 
That's, right. There's, there's, so every time one of these fucking things go off, whether you're, you know, everybody in the room is just kind of like jumping. On edge. They're already on edge. It's a drug deal going on. Right. There's a drug deal, and they know that they're fucking the guy over. Yes. So they're all jumpy as it is. So basically the drug deal goes down mm-hmm. without a hitch. Like mm-hmm. they give him the bag. The black dude takes it, goes over and starts weighing it. Yeah. And Which wasn't supposed to happen. Right, it was just supposed to, he was just supposed to take it and go, but the fact that he's weighing it, you know, they never questioned that it was real. Right. They just started weighing it. And um, meanwhile, they gave him the five grand, and, you know, Reed and Marky Mark are just like, okay, let's go. You know, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And Todd starts laughing uncontrollably. But there's a music in the background, too. Yeah, the music. It's uh, Sister Christian at first, right? right? Yeah, Sister Christian. Or was it Jesse's girl first? No, it's Sister Christian at first, wasn't it? I don't remember which one was first, but I think those are the two that played. Yes. But it was, um, but the whole point is, is he goes on this whole, you know, diatribe about uh, cassette tapes and how great cassette tapes are, and he makes his own cassette (laughs) tapes tapes and... He makes his own mixtapes, and it's really cool. And he's talking about this. Meanwhile, right in the middle of a song, it stops playing (laughs) and then turns over. And it's like, okay, you're talking about how great mixtapes are, and you didn't even make a good (laughs) mixtape. You fucked it up. And it just starts the next song. (laughs) And the next song just starts. Meanwhile, the firecracker's going off, and there's this great scene where... And they build up. That if Sixter Christian was definitely the second song because right. that's when everything starts going shit crazy. Yeah, that's right. Because it starts it starts the beat, the heavy beat, the do 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 yeah. that gets louder and louder as they're starting to approach it. And that's when Todd's just like laughing his ass off yeah. and he's just like, Well, you know, there's something else that we yeah, want. Forget, we want what you got you for, in the You forget the part where they do the close up on a Marky Mark's face. Like forty five seconds, they do a close up on his face, right? And that's like the realization where he's like, "What the fuck, the fuck is going am I on? Doing with myself?" Yeah, yeah. You could tell that he's figured it. He's figuring he's, out. He's finally figured it out that he's hit rock bottom. <laughs> yes. This is where he hit rock bottom, and um, he's just like, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing." So here. they try to go. Him and Reed try to go because that's when Ving Rim starts cutting up the the baking soda, right? And that's when you say Todd starts laughing. He starts then he demands. What the fucking contents of the fucking safe that's in the middle of the fucking bedroom under the fucking Yeah. And, and it's uh, yeah. and you're just and and just all then you have just the, the traditional like gunfight. Gunfight scene. Everybody dies except for Reed uh Reed gets out. Um Dirk Marky gets Mark gets out. And Alpha Molina chases him with the gun. And Alpha Molina is is shooting at him. Yeah. And Scotty gets out, doesn't he? Scotty would never never came. Oh, he didn't come. He okay. Came. I was going to say, I don't remember Scotty being in the yeah. scene. So that was kind of like rock bottom, that scene right there. Because Todd doesn't make it. No, Todd gets shot. Dies. The black dude gets shot. Molino gets shot. But then Todd, you know, they think everything's done. Mm-hmm. And Molina's, and the little Japanese dude gets shot. Yep. Cosmo. So they start to go into the bedroom, and that's when Alfred Molina takes the shotgun and shoots fucking Thomas Jane and takes him out. Now, this was all reference to the Wonderland murders that centered around John Holmes and the gangster Eddie Nash. That makes sense. That was an allusion to that. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So if you don't have a chance, there's a movie, actually, Wonderland. Yeah, there's a Wonderland movie. Was that Murders movie? Was Kilmer in it? I 
think it was. Yeah. I don't know. I remember it being good. Yeah, it was very good. Was I just don't good. remember much about it at this point. It's been like at least 15 years yeah. since I've seen it. So Dirk reconciles with Jack. He finally goes back to Jack's house. He's well, he on. doesn't know where to go. Basically, what happens is he gets in the car and he starts driving and then runs out of gas. Yeah. And he's in the hills. He's nowhere near his place. And he's kind of right. He ends up right in front of Jack's place. Mm-hmm. So he goes in and he tries to make up and he's, you know, crying and trying to make up with Jack. And they take him back. They take yeah. him right back like yeah. the prodigal son. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Amber, at this point, Amber has gotten straight. Mm-hmm. Um, Roller Girl got straight and decided that she was going to go back and get her GED. GED. And Buck has a store opening. But they show Buck show opening his store, and he's into rap music. Into so rap it's, music. Yeah. it's great. because it's great. It, and, and they show that uh, Amber was the one that was filming she, yes. the commercial, yes. which was cool. And so they're kind of showing how they, they're helping Dirk get clean. Yeah. Everybody's kind of cleaning up their act and getting back on top. And, and then they, find, they finally get to the end, and Dirk is getting ready to shoot his... Oh, they show Reed doing a... Uh, magic, trick. magic show because yeah. during the sh- during the movie they sh- they make subtle hints yeah, that he's into magic, magic yeah. so they show him doing a magic show which is kind of like a nudie magic show and um, then uh, you know they have the final scene where he's getting himself prepped for the move to do his scene and he's sitting there reading his lines and you know practicing his lines and then he gets up he whips out the prosthetic dick because mm-hmm. of course. I think even before I saw the movie, I knew that it was a prosthetic right. dick, um, which is enormous, yeah. obviously. Yes. And then he puts it back in his pants, he zips up, and he walks out, and he's de- he's dressed up like Don Johnson yes. from Miami Vice. Yes. So, but that's pretty much it. That's, that's the whole it. movie, that's and it. and the music in this movie is great. the The DVD copy that I have mm-hmm. actually has a section with the music from the movie. Oh, really? And they have all the music, including uh, feel, the you, heat. feel the Heat <laughs> and You've Got the Power. That's great. So, I mean, obviously it's not the whole songs because they only have the part that they sung feel, in the movie. Feel, 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 feel my heat. Jesus Christ, I love that. I, 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 I love that. Yes. So. I, 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 a matter of fact, to the point where I, I keep thinking that he did it again in something else, but... I don't think he did. I think I just love that scene so much. I want him to do it all the time. So Anderson was asked, why haven't you done a Boogie Night sequel? (coughs) Why would you need one? Because he said, A, everybody but Jack would probably be dead. (laughs) Because nobody's changed. They'd probably all fuck up again. Oh. (laughs) Probably. I don't know. Buck seemed like he changed his shit. It seemed like they had all cleaned up and they were all doing okay. But... Your money, you know, then the only thing you could do in a sequel is like the AIDS epidemic in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, AIDS epidemic. Or, what's, or, what more is there to say? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you want to romanticize a period about porn, it would be this, this time. It would have to be because this is just before the AIDS hits. Yeah. And when AIDS hit, uh, Jesus Christ, the, the porn industry went nuts. Yep. They were scared shitless. shitless. So, well, that was a good movie. And I guess. The next movie we're going to be doing, probably Boys in the Hood. Yeah. We'll talk about it, and after that, Fatal Attraction, and after that is probably going to be the wrestling movie. It might be. Yeah, it, I the think The beginning so, of April. Yeah. And then, no, we got two in March. 
to in March. So, well, this is the first half of February. The second Boys would be second Woods half. in the Hood. So the first part of March would be Federal Attraction. The second part of March, leading up to WrestleMania, would be... Um, oh, okay. I thought we be, released it the first week of April. No, we do it. Okay. It doesn't matter. And then, then we'll do... what? Which one are we doing? Rumble, ready to Rumble? Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. Okay. Or the wrestler. We'll say. We'll, we'll talk about it. Ready to Rumble is fine. Rumble. I don't... I don't want to tackle the wrestler right now. Yeah, it's, it's too deep. It is. It's a very heavy movie. So, all right. Well, we're out of here for the time being. Make sure to follow us on all the social media and all that bullshit. Anything else, Paul? Um, can't wait till Groundhog's Day <laughs> next year to see what... <laughs> What he sends us next what year. What he sends us next year. Just can't wait. Yeah. For you know what? If this were Groundhog's Day, I'd wake up every day and read that text. <laughs> Laughing your ass Laughing off. Laughing my ass off. We'll see you next week, people. Bye-bye now. <laughs> <laughs>